I just appreciate everyone's prayers. You've been praying uh, for revival. This is the beginning of our revival services. If you haven't had a chance uh, yet uh, to meet uh, Brother Paul Buck from Mount Zion, a lot of that information is in our bulletin this morning. Uh, where these two guys are from. Most of you, obviously, will remember them from last year. And uh, Brother Paul from Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church in Malvern, Arkansas. Our speaker, also my father in the ministry, Brother Lamar Denby from Highway Baptist Church in Huntington, Texas, and uh, where I grew up. And he's still there. As a matter of fact, uh, it was uh, almost, uh, this may be 30 years uh, there at Highway and so he's uh, been there my whole ministry. I've been in the ministry 29 years. And uh, so I surrendered to preach under him. We had a great prayer service Wednesday night after church. And I thank all who were able to participate in that. We had about 51 or so adults crowd in Miss Francis's old Sunday school room and just prayed, just to just let people know that we care, that we're all together. And that's just really been great to hear in people's response. Choir's about to sing this morning uh, a medley uh, entitled Saved by Grace. Yeah. 
This time Miss Barbara Jones will be coming in and singing for us. I had a brand new song to sing for y'all. I stayed up to 12.30 last night singing that song. I got up this morning, pulled this old one out. I don't know, it's just been on my heart this week. There's so many things that are inconsistent in this world. Things change, rules change. You never know what a day's going to bring. But there's one thing I can hold on to, and that's my Jesus. My anchor holds. I have journeyed through the long dark night out on the open sea by faith alone Yet his eyes were watching me, and the anchor home, though the ship is battered, the anchor home, though the sails are torn I have fallen on my knees as I faced the raging seas and the anchor holds in spite of the storm I've had visions and I've had dreams. I've even held them in my hands, but I never knew. They could sleep right through Like they were only grains of sand And the anchor hold Though the The sails are torn. I have fallen on my knees as I face the raging seas and the anchor holds in spite of the storm. I have been young, but I'm older now, and there has been beauty these eyes have seen, but it was in the night. Oh, that's where God proved His love to me. Sing it with me. Come on. Though the ship is sad, 
Though the sails are torn, I have fallen on my knees as I face the raging sea and the anchor. Barbara. I'm going to change things up just real quick. Sorry, I have to go with what the Holy Spirit says. Uh, we're going to flop things around, guys. I'm going to do the praise chorus next, and um, just so y'all know what's coming. We have a God who loves us. Amen. No matter what, no matter what we do, no matter what, he, no matter what we say, no matter what we think, He still loves us. He loves us anyway. There's a song about that. And I'm so thankful because you know what? I'm not worthy of that love, even in my life. And uh, Brother Michael was talking earlier about those who may not be able to come to the front and maybe kneel down and, and pray at the altar, but the Bible tells us that one day every knee shall bow and give praise to our King. That, that tells me two things. That one day you're not going to have a choice. You can deny Him all you want to, but one day you're going to get on the ground and you're going to realize that Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior. And the other thing it tells me is my body's going to work because every knee shall bow. That means I'm going to be able to get down on the ground. He's going to heal me. He's going to make me brand new. Amen? Will you stand with me this morning as we sing, You are my King. I'm forgiven because you were forsaken. I'm accepted because you were condemned. I'm forgiven because you were forsaken, and I'm accepted, you were condemned. I'm alive and well, your spirit is within me, because you died and rose again. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven because you were forsaken. I'm accepted and you were condemned. I'm alive and well, your spirit is within me because you died and rose again. Amazing love, amazing love, how can it be? You, my King, would die for me. Amazing love, I know it's true. And it's my joy to honor you. Amazing love, how can it be that you, my King, would die for me? Amazing love, I know it's true, and it's my joy to honor you in all I do. King would die for me. 
amazing love I know it's true and it's my joy to honor you in all I do I honor you in all I do I honor you be seated please thank you this morning, uh, I didn't know till this morning what I was going to be singing now, but uh, this song seems to be appropriate for the time. The strength of the Lord. We all need it each and every day. Sometimes life seems like words and music It can't quite become a song So we cry and sigh Then we try again And wonder what could be wrong But when we turn to the Lord At the end of ourselves like we've done a time or two before We find His truth is the same As it's always been And we never will need more It's not in trying but in trusting It's not in wondering but in resting it's not in running, but in praying that we find the strength of the Lord. It's not in trying, but in trusting. It's not in running, but in resting. And it's not in wandering, but in praying that we find the strength of the Lord. He's all we need for our every need. We never need be alone. Still He lets us go if we choose to. To live life on our own Then the only good that will ever be said Of the pains we find ourselves in Is they are places to gain The wisdom to say I'll never leave him again it's not in trying, but in trusting. It's not in running, but in resting. And it's not in wandering, but in praying that we find the strength of the Lord. It's not in trying, but in trusting. It's not in running, but in resting. It's not in wandering, but in praying that we find the strength of the Lord. It's not in wandering, but in praying that we find the strength of the Lord. Will you bow with me, please? Father, we thank you so much for the work that you do in our lives. We thank you for the strength that you give us each and every day. We thank you for the anchor that you are to us in our lives. Father, we thank you again for the love that you had for us, have for us so much love 
that you sent your son to die on a cross for our sins. Thank you so much for that. Father, we pray this morning for Brother Denby as he stands before us and speaks your holy word. Use him today as your instrument. Work through him. Father, touch our lives. Change our hearts. Help us to hear and to live your word. Father, don't let us leave this place today the same way that we came in. Change us today. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Well, amen. If you feel the presence of the Lord in this place, say amen. What a joy, what a blessing it is to be back at Promised Land. Thank you for inviting me to be your evangelist um, during this time of revival meeting. If you have your Bibles with you today, turn with me to the Gospel of St. Mark. The Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 4. And we will begin with verse 35. The Gospel of St. Mark the fourth chapter and verse 35, and thank God His anchor still holds today. The Scripture says, In the same day, when the even or evening was come, He saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took Him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him, and say unto him, Master, Carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he saith unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? And I want to call your attention back to verse 35, or the basis of the message this morning, verse 35. And the same day, this was a day of preaching and teaching for our Lord as He entered into a ship. And the Bible says that He taught them all day by parables. And Jesus was weary and He was tired. And the same day when even was come, He saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And I want to preach this morning on the subject, We're passing over to the other side. We're passing over to the other side. The Sea of Galilee, and we read about the Sea of Galilee many times in the four Gospels. Much of our Lord's ministry was within the immediate proximity of the Sea of Galilee. And on several occasions, our Lord would enter into a ship and with His disciples, and they would go across the Sea of Galilee. On one occasion, Jesus sent His disciples and He remained in a mountain and He prayed almost all night. And you know that wonderful and glorious account, how that in the middle of their crisis, in the middle of the storm, that Jesus went unto them walking on the water. But in our text this morning, Jesus is already in the ship. And he's, he's tired, he's weary, he has been preaching and teaching the Word of God all day long. And sometimes we seem to have the tendency to lay aside the humanity of Christ. 
Yes, He was very much God. He was 100% God. But as a man, Jesus would get tired. He would get sleepy. He would get hungry. But He was still the incarnate God. He's still God. Jesus, the Son of the living God. And the Sea of Galilee is representative, if you will, of many of the trials and, and struggles that we Christians have in this life. I remember when I first got saved. I, I, I seemed to have the idea, well, all of my troubles are over now. I know Jesus is my Savior. Heaven is my home. My name is written down in, in the Lamb's book of life. But it didn't take me long to realize that I'm in this world and I'm going to have struggles and trials and difficulties and I don't care who you are or how close you are to God in your Christian life. You're going to find yourself on the Sea of Galilee. You're going to find yourself in the midst of a mighty tempest. And you're going to wonder how in the world did, did, did I, did, have I gotten here to this? But understand, if Jesus is in the boat with you, I said if Jesus is in the boat with you, you're going to make it, you're going to pass over to the other side of that storm, of that crisis, simply because Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is in that boat with you, and greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. My Lord, that ought to make a Baptist shout. What are you preaching, Brother Denby? I'm trying to get you to see this morning that it doesn't matter how severe the storm might be. Your boat will make it if Jesus is in that ship with you. My Lord, that's, that's, that's what this Christian life is all about. He said, I'll never leave you, and I will never forsake you. The Bible tells us in the book of First Peter, in First Peter chapter 1, and I'll, I'll read verses 6 and 7. He said, Wherein ye greatly rejoice, Though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. And manifold temptation simply means various trials that we have in life. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto the praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Your faith will be put to the test. Your faith will be tried by the many trials and storms and adversities that we have in this life. But if your faith is anchored in Jesus, that anchor will hold in the middle of that storm. If your faith is in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the devil can't kick up enough and cause enough storm to sink your ship and stop you from making it to the other side. There's a passage in the Old Testament that is, is really dear to my heart. It's found in the book of Isaiah, chapter 43. And in this Scripture, he's talking about Jacob and he said in verse 1, I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. And he said, when thou passest through the waters, not if you pass through the waters, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And though the rivers, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. That is the Savior that we have. Preacher, what are you trying to say to me this morning? I'm trying to tell you that Jesus knows you by name. He redeemed you 
by His precious blood that was shed on Calvary's cross 2,000 years ago. You belong to Him. You are His child. And so when you come to the floodwaters of life, He's right there with you. When you come to the fiery furnace, He's going to go through that fire with you. When you come to the swelling of the rivers of life, the Bible says that He is with you. Thank God this morning for the ever-abiding presence of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Remember old Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego? They wouldn't bow the knee. They would not give homage to that pagan idol set up by the wicked king. And the Bible says that, that the king called all of his servants and he said, at the sounding of all these instruments, every knee is going to bow. You're to bow. And Meshach and Shadrach and Abednego would not bow to the image of that king. And, and the consequences of that was they were cast into the fiery furnace that had been heated seven times hotter than it ever been. And the Bible says that the men that threw them into the fire, the flames leaped out and killed them, and they fell into that fire. And in just a few minutes, the king said, did we not throw three men into that fire? And they said, oh yes, king, that's right. But he said, there's a fourth man in the fire, and he's like the Son of God. I'm preaching this morning that when you come to that fiery furnace, Jesus will get in the fire with you. That's the anchor of our Christian life. A number of years ago, my, my wife was, she went to, to, to an eye doctor and, and the eye doctor said, you need to go see a, a neurologist. And, and she said, well, why? She said, he said, I think there's a tumor on your brain. And, and she called me and she was crying and upset and rightly so because we did not know. And we prayed right there on the phone. I was in a revival meeting. And I went home that night. And we knelt in our living room and we prayed. Our world was shaken. But I'm preaching this morning that it doesn't matter how severe the crisis might be. How dramatic it might be on you. The abiding presence of Jesus Christ will see you through any trial and adversity because He is in the ship with you. And He said, let us go to the other side. And that means that we're going to the other side. I want to call your attention to another passage or another part of our text. It says in verse 38, And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish the humanity of Christ? He was tired. He was sleeping. Now, if I'd have been one of those disciples, I might have been saying, Lord, how in the world can you sleep through this? But he was human. God, but he was human. Well, he don't sleep or slumber now. He don't sleep nor slumber now. You can call on him in the morning, he's there. You can call on him at noon, he's there. You can call on him at midnight. He's there. How do you know you can call on Him at midnight? Paul and Silas did. In the, right there at midnight in the dungeon cell, they begin to pray and praise God. And God sent a mighty earthquake. What are you preaching, Brother Demi? I'm trying to get us to see from the Word of God this morning that Jesus Christ is a friend who sticketh closer than a brother. And you can call on Him and find present help in the time of trouble in your life. My wife is still having to take medication and and seizure medicine, you name it, she's taking it. But you know what? We still love Jesus and we're still serving God. 
because the Lord didn't promise us a bed of roses. He just said, I'll be in the ship with you. He just said, I'll be with you. And so they came to Him and, Master, Master, don't you care that we perish? The Bible says that we are to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and He'll lift us up in due time, casting all of our care upon Him because He cares for us. It doesn't matter if you're burdened this morning, if you're going through a personal trial or a storm or difficulty in your life. You can bring all your burdens to Him. You can cast all of your cares upon Him because He cares for you and He loves you. And I don't think that we can really comprehend and fully fathom the love that Jesus has for us, but thank God He loves us and He cares about us and He don't forsake us in the middle of the crisis or in the middle of the storms of our life. He said, casting all your burdens upon Him, all your cares upon Him. Notice it says, in verse 39, He arose and rebuked the wind. And said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And church, I want to tell you, He still speaks those words today. Peace be still. There's not a storm He cannot come. There is not a crisis that is bigger than He is. I mean, I like what Brother Paul was singing. We need to quit trying and start trusting We need to stop running and start resting because Jesus Christ is the strength. He is our Lord. He is our Master. And when He speaks the words, peace be still, I want to tell you there is peace. It doesn't matter how severe the storm. When the Lord says, peace be still, the wind and the waves obeyed His voice. I mean, when he told that raging wind, he said, Peace, that that wind just immediately was gone. And the sea became as slick as glass. Not even a wave. Can you imagine that? Right in the middle of uh, of a boisterous wave. I mean, that wave just melted. That wave rested. That sea rested. And Jesus Christ is our rest. And Jesus Christ has authority and power over everything. What He can speak peace today in the middle of your trial, in the middle of your difficulty. I would love to have been in that boat when, when the wind ceased. And when the sea became still and peaceful, and those disciples began to talk among themselves, what manner of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey Him. Well, He created the wind and the sea. When He speaks, all of heaven stands at attention. I mean, the wind obeyed His voice. The sea became peaceful because the Master speaks. And He's still speaking today to the storms that we have in our lives. He's still speaking words of peace. What manner of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey His voice. Jesus in Matthew chapter 11 speaking to a a large group of people. He said in verse 28, Come unto Me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Sometimes our trials and our difficulties in life weight us down. I don't know about y'all, but there have been some times that I felt like I had a thousand pounds on my shoulders. But just a little talk with Jesus. Change my outlook because He's there with me. He's an abiding Savior. 
So He gives the invitation. He says, Come unto Me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. I'll give you rest from your labors. I'll give you rest from your guilt. I'll give you rest in the middle of your storm. I'm the peace giver, He said. Come unto Me, I will give you rest. We don't know what tomorrow holds. None of us do. As I, I, I left yesterday morning, mid-morning, and my, my wife kissed me goodbye, and she said, you be careful on your journey. We don't know what tomorrow may hold, but I know who holds tomorrow. We don't know what another sunrise might bring. We don't know what is out yonder. But if you've got Jesus in the boat with you, and that's probably the biggest question that we need to answer, is Jesus in that boat with me? I mean, I was reading after commentary writers on this passage of Scripture, and really and truly, when it comes down to it, it all boils down to one thing. Just make sure Jesus is in the boat with you. Just make sure He's in there. I can't speak for you, but He's in my boat. He's the pilot of my ship. I saw a bumper sticker the other day. It says, uh, uh, Jesus is the co-pilot. No, He's not my co-pilot. He's my pilot. He pilots this ship. But when those waves come, He's there, right there with me. And He'll speak peace, be still, in the middle of your storm. Let me, let me close with this. Uh, a few years ago, I was preaching a revival meeting in, in, in a particular city. And there was a, a lady in that church, a very sweet lady, elderly lady, very soft-spoken lady. And, and she came to the altar in that service. And she said, Brother Denby, there is a weight on my shoulder. And I just don't know if I can continue on with the weight on my shoulder. She didn't tell me what it was. And by the way, let me just say this. The only person that needs to know is God. And she said, but I want you to pray with me that God will lift this burden, that God would lift this load. And I think that was the closing out of that revival and we closed out and I went back the next year and And the first night, she was the first one to come to the altar. And she said, I just want you to know that God lifted that weight off of my shoulders. And I've got peace now. Was it because I prayed for it? No. It was because of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So if you've got a weight on your shoulder today, if there's a storm in your life today, Just remember this, you're going to the other side. I'll be glad when we get to the other side. I said, I'll be glad when we get to the other side because I'm going to tell you, there ain't going to be no burdens over there. Ain't going to be no sickness over there. Ain't going to be no trials over there. Ain't going to be no heartaches and sorrow over there because then we will be on the other side. And the Bible says in the fifth chapter of Mark, Verse 1, and they came over unto the other side. The Word of God is we're going to make it through all of the trials and the difficulties in life simply because of Jesus being in the boat with us. The devil can't seek this old ship. He may try, but he can't do it because that anchor holds. And he is the Son of God. I'm going to pray in just a moment. I'm going to ask your pastor to come. And we're going to have this time of invitation, altar call, if you will. If God's speaking to your heart today, the only one that needs to know about it is God. But bring your care to Him. Bring your burden to Him. And just know that the same Jesus who spoke peace be still 2,000 years ago on a raging in the raging sea of Galilee is a Jesus that can speak peace be still in your heart right here this morning. Let's all stand. I'm going to pray.
Heavenly Father, as we come to the close of this service this morning, we thank You for Your mighty presence that we feel in Your house today. And Lord, I pray that Your Word this morning will find lodging in the hearts of everyone here. Lord, You know the need of each one. And should there be someone here today who does not know Jesus as Savior, Lord, there's no greater load than the load of sin. And I pray that You would speak peace to that heart this morning as that soul looks to You by faith. And Lord, whatever other need there might be in this congregation this morning, Lord, I pray in the sweet name of Jesus that You would meet that need today. Let Your presence speak peace this morning. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen, Brother Michael. Sir. 